This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Angrez apna lagan aur news laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. Welcome to NL Hafta. I am Abhinandan Sekri. This is episode 225. We have on the panel today our editor in chief Madhu Trehan. Hi Madhu. Hello. Anand Vardhan who has been traveling here there who also wrote some pieces from his home state of Bihar. Hello. Where Rajiv was worship Lalu Yadav has been wiped out. So you must be quite happy. Who? You. I, yes, yes. Some some matlab Why retribution. You don't like him. They are durust hai. You yeah. I remember he said when Haan, he was a child. He wrote pieces also. Manisha Pandey. Hi. Who's and we have joining us all the way from China. You said who's and then you skipped. Sorry, sorry. Who's <laughs> who's been looking for people in khan market or the khan market gang <coughs> you must watch that but i actually i didn't say that because i knew i was repeating it <laughs> okay. i had said that but who's show nuisance you must watch uh, because she's done a takedown on exit polls and uh, the results and joining us from china although my producer kartik in my document has written chennai but he it has written chennai yaar why yeah, are you written chennai oh, oh she's right now in china but she's from chennai aisa bolo na पता ही नहीं था मुझे सॉरी क्रिस्टीना हम थोड़ा स्लो है अपना अपटेक सो क्रिस्टीना टॉमस धनराज इज जॉइनिंग अस फ्रॉम चाइना बट शी इज फ्रॉम चेन्नई हाउ अबाउट दैट शी इज अ कंसल्टेंट फॉर वुमेन एंड माइनॉरिटी लेड इनिशिएटिव फोकसिंग ऑन सोशल जस्टिस सेल्फ डिटर्मिनेशन एंड कोलेबरेटिव मॉडल्स ऑफ स्कॉलरशिप शी इज एन एडवाइजर एट दलित वुमेन फाइट एंड स्मैश बोर्ड एंड वॉज अ को ऑथर ऑफ दलित हिस्ट्री मंथ टाइम लाइन शी लिवस एंड वर्क इन बीजिंग I would just like to thank all the News Laundry Sena subscribers. We filed about 50 ground reports during this election. This was all contributed by 60 people out of you who contribute to NL Sena so we could send our reporters out and report. Thank you because without you journalism would die when the news subscriber pays the subscriber is served and when advertisers pay advertisers serve. so thank you for subscribing. Regarding our podcast many of you are trying to access our podcast through the app I repeat please do not try to either subscribe or access the hafta through the app our app has serious problems we are building it from bottom up and it'll take a while you can access the hafta from the podcast player on the website or the browser web browser or now you have a new, we also send it as a link in all the weekly newsletters to subscribers so you can also click on that link or you can just click on the hafta article on our homepage and this episode will be behind the paywall and also in case you want to give us money directly through uh, paypal you can send your contributions to prashant at newslaundry.com right so manisha what's on the news menu today a very exciting newsy week lok sabha election results were declared yesterday bjp won with a huge mandate and saw a vote surge from 17 to 22 crore it won about 303 seats nda totally cumulatively got 350 seats the congress was nowhere uh, they got around 52 seats Uh, the Bharatiya Janata Party has garnered 38.5 percent of the votes this time. Some of the important wins and losses I'd list for you: Rahul Gandhi lost his Amethi seat to Smriti Irani. Atishi Marlena lost her um, East Delhi seat. In fact, um, AAP didn't win a single seat in Delhi, and AAP and Congress's collective vote share was less than BJP's. Mm. Raghav Chadha also lost from South Delhi. Pragya Singh Thakur shall enter Parliament. She's won from Bhopal. Sambit Patra has lost from Puri. Kanaya Kumar lost from Bigu Sarai Giriraj Singh won uh, Bijayant Panda won from lost, lost. from Kendra Prada Yeah his his pivot at the last minute didn't quite work out yes. clearly Bhagwant Man the only AAP uh, leader to have won won from Sangroor and Hardeep Singh Puri lost from Amritsar 
Hema Malini, <laughs> despite all her silly antics while campaigning, won from and Mathura. And her husband's son. Yeah. Jyoti Raditya Sindhya lost from Guna. In fact, News Laundry had an excellent report by Pratik that actually spoke of how Sindhya had let down the Guna constituency. Shashi Tharoor won from Tiruvanthoram. Sunny Deol, or as Arunab would say, Sunny Leone, won from <laughs> Gurdaspur. Mulayam Singh also won from Manipuri. Shatrugan Sinha lost, so his pivot also didn't really help him. The one really noteworthy thing uh, with the results was that BJP made inroads in West Bengal. TMC got 22 seats and BJP got 18. That's a huge inroad into West Bengal. Chandrababu Naidu has resigned as CM. Jagmohan Reddy is likely to take oath on May 30th. Naveen Patnaik is going to return to Odisha for the fifth time. And soon after the results, Modiji said on Twitter that now you can take out the Chokidar prefix from your Twitter handle. We'll remain eternal Chokidars, but we don't need it on our Twitter anymore. And a lot of global leaders, of course, congratulated Modi. Putin called up. Uh, Netanyahu put up a little video. Justin Trudeau called up. Um, Imran Khan tweeted and congratulated him. And the, the, Mohammed bin Salman also called, no? Haan, he also called. And then we had, yeah, a lot of people congratulated him. Then, of course, there was the Modi's Kedarnath visit that had a lot of people fuming that they said this is out and out propaganda. So yeah. he has silently managed to do, even after the silent period, managed to campaign. <laughs> yeah, I, and A and I followed him around all the way to his cave. That yeah, while picture he was became meditating. very <laughs> controversial. Then uh, the election commission said that all, most VVPATs, I think there was just one machine, there was a discrepancy, otherwise it was 100% match. Yeah. So I think that can be laid to rest, that there yeah. is no VPAT. And I think even if you had a slight doubt, just by seeing who has won where by how much, there is a genuine political rationale and logic to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So unless... A combination of Prashant Kishore, a high-tech, you know, techie, someone from the Congress who can tell you which are our safe seats and someone who knows mm. the exact sat and figure out which machine has to go where. I think it's completely impossible to uh, fix this through EVMs. Yeah. Then Kejival claims that BJP wants to kill him. They said, no, we just beat all seven of your candidates. <laughs> like, straight up. And in fact, they came third, all their candidates. They right? came, yeah. They were pretty much. Then there was the press conference that Modi came and just he was there he attended Amit Shah's press conference he, he was, was just there for his looks he was just sitting next to Amit Shah and when Anjana Om Kashyap asked him a question he said we discipline maintain karte party president replied party president. so yeah so he was so, there just yeah. for yeah. at glamour Rahul Gandhi mocked him saying showing up is half the battle and Modi should be saying now yeah but the second so for the next the five years important. but anyway I, I guess we can just say goodbye to press conferences I, I don't think he's going to give any press the conference next conference come. <laughs> exit polls all of them got it right and two of them got them bang on so yeah. wow I mean yeah. I make fun yeah. of exit polls all the time and I yeah. think they're bullshit clearly I should just shut up <laughs> and in fact the access my India person he was crying on television because he said somebody dalal bula rahe the or ye kar rahe basically <laughs> everyone cries on TV that's just become the new thing Bhai, main itna, everyone's such a victim Hmm. Matlab, Ashutosh, when he's talking to a girl whose father's died, he starts crying. I mean, every anchor, every this thing is crying or angry. But but quite amazing. Even I was super skeptical and there were so many questions raised on the methodology, which remain. Yeah. I mean, the methodology is still not that transparent, but still to get that right and to stand by it like India Today did, it's pretty cool. Well, I mean, let's not forget the, the three past opinion polls, Delhi, hmm. Karnataka, Bihar. Fucking everyone got them wrong. So suddenly getting one Karnataka right. wasn't that wrong. What are you saying? India today got Karnataka wrong. State elections. No, I, I don't know whether specific ones, but the state elections, 
no one everyone had predicted the bjp government coming back okay the uh, and then is, these guys got together jds and congress bihar again everybody got wrong delhi everyone got spectacularly wrong ha delhi yes yes even bihar it was a prediction of the bjp this thing right? and then lalu was the largest party and lalu and hmm. this one tied Fondanalans. up so anyway and then meanwhile anil ambani and all these other guys adani ambani ajmani virwani <laughs> have all withdrawn all their cases yeah, against curiously Vaya. a day before the results everyone just kind of wrapped up i think to me it's clear namo tv going off fair immediately after election these things being it was all part of a campaign which is why i think this election in fact i was having an argument at home with someone in the family who was saying that this is the first election fought in independent india where india has spoken so mm. one should not be too ki bhai what kind of a result is this so i was told that this is the first level playing field election i said mm. are you mad it's the first election at least i have covered seven elections that is not at all level playing field every institution including media is completely one sided anyway yeah, enough yeah. Of my rant and then yeah trump has been doing all sorts of joker giri in america it was very amusing Uh, and i was like wow look at that country we are way ahead in at least decorum <laughs> so that's what we got but first before we get into exploring china and manchurian gobhi with christina uh, let's talk about the elections did everybody watch the speech we'll first talk about the speech and then we can talk about what happened in bihar you can give us a sort of vishleshan anand can give us national vishleshan national vishleshan also you can give you can give bihar He's you can give us a vishleshan of your pahar tv news of himachal pradesh devbhumi is with bjp all the time you can give us the vishleshan of khan market what happened <laughs> <laughs> no but uh, but did everybody watch prime minister modi's speech after he won anand did you manisha did you no i didn't all 40 watch. minutes okay did you watch Not the speech not all 40 minutes i watched no i didn't i didn't Okay so Anand what did you think of the speech if you were to deconstruct the speech what did you like what do you not like what was not worth commenting on and it was like it would be if anyone no you see there was some fatigue because he has been uh, making so many campaigning uh, tirelessly for say he has addressed more than 100 rallies hmm. so there was a fatigue in that normally he is more energetic than that Hmm. uh but uh, all this campaigning took its toll so uh that was it and uh, it was a, rut- a routine pra- speech thanksgiving speech that people give okay yeah. i mean i you're right he was tired but he was tired even last time because in fact his voice this time had that slight grating thing which which happens when you've been talking for a very long time for uh but the one thing i liked in the speech was a he started off on a note of humility um but he ended on anything but humility and i'll just explain why that we have to build an inclusive bharat 130 crore hmm. um indians he kept saying that i think that was great and it it should kind of give a lot of people sucker who keep you know worrying about the divisiveness of modi so i think that was fantastic also um he started by saying hame vinamrata se swikar karna hai this mandate whether those who worked for us or didn't work for us we have to take everybody along i also like the point he made that there are just two castes now those who are poor and those who will help the country pull those people out of poverty there is no third so there were some fantastic points he made i thought uh, the one thing that i thought was a bit cringe inducing was his mocking the term secularism uh, even if he's saying he's only mocking those people who use it as a badge but it was clear mm. he was mocking the term then he i thought his little acknowledgement of demonetization was and he really stressed on this 
मैं कोई भी काम बद नियत या बद इरादे से नहीं करूंगा शायद गलती हो जाए शायद गलती हो जाए लेकिन मेरा इरादा बुरा नहीं होगा और जानबूझ के आई वोट ट्राई एंड ट्रू So those are the things. I think. But those he's are the right in the sense that nobody's personally targeted him; that he's made personal gain. But that was for Manmohan also. In fact, that was the biggest defense that Manmohan could. They had a simple family, and his, you know, daughter goes by auto rickshaw to DU. I mean, there was. That but there are some issues that did come up on Manmohan. Not on his personal mm-hmm. corruption. Personal never, but he uh, obviously he was prime minister, so he sat on like so, a corrupt. So anyway, stuff. so that was a speech. So I thought it was quite good. I mean, all in all. and but the one thing that i noticed was that throughout the speech other than acknowledging all the people who won across party lines he never uses the word hum it's always main main ye karunga main aap logo ne mujhe chuna hai maine ye kiya phir maine bola his use of the word main ha is so phenomenal and it's he's the centerpiece of everything I but thought he, that was very but interesting. But he is the centerpiece of the election. I know, but the point <laughs> this is, this election even, was all about yeah, Modi. Sure, I, I mean, I, and he, to his credit, he did really. But like, we had an aunt uh, whose every sentence used to start with "Maggie the Kardia," so we named her Maggie. <laughs> He's Modi. And he did actually. I mean, he did. Uh, he did thank all the karikartas and workers. In fact, one thing. Yeah, he did. Uh, he, right so, at the beginning. I mean, this is Let's something all Christina guys do. Christina, do you see this kind of in uh, Chinese? uh politicians do you see this kind of um what's not hubris but this kind of uh the swagger that indian swag, politicians have yeah. all swag indian is, politicians have a swaggy sara main dekho kaun hu does does do you see that in no, china I, is it a cultural thing i wouldn't thing? say that at all in my in my observation at least over the over the last uh, over the couple of years i wouldn't say that's the same kind of uh, feeling i get no Hmm. It's very, it's very party, party driven, and it's it's a very unified sort of a voice that comes out. So you know, it's interesting for journalists if you noticed uh, uh, the coverage of the Thai king hmm. when he was crowned. Uh, all the images of him wearing a crop top with a totally tattooed body, with low slung jeans, with underwear showing, and his uh, now queen in little tiny shorts and a bra. None of those images are available in Thailand, and. all those covering that event the coronation mm. the uh, bbc and cnn guys they themselves were very very careful that because there's a law there that if any negative news about yes, the royal about the family, royal family you can't question you the cannot, king or something yes so you'll be jailed mm. and so when uh, the cnn anchors or the bbc anchor were asking questions the reporters based in thailand were extremely careful and simply said we cannot go there yeah because they were but then the, yeah, but there was also some case in thailand about some journalists being arrested for posting something i think on social media yeah, yeah i saw that Oh, is, so okay. Now tell me, um, when you uh, sure. this this um, Dalit History Month, yes, what is that timeline about? Tell us a little b- bit about that. Yeah, so um, this started in the year twenty uh, fourteen, late twenty fourteen. Three of us came together: Tain Moli Sandhu Rajan, Mari Zweek Maitreyi, and myself, and we wanted to essentially 
start a project that will also serve as a repository of everything that is Dalit, everything and anything that is Dalit history. Most of the literature that is out there, apart from those that are Dalit, um, apart from those that are autobiographical or biographical of Dalit people, most of the literature that's out there is, is Savarna authored. Hmm. So we wanted to create something that would be completely Dalit-led and Dalit-authored and something that's based out of Dalit scholarship. And so we got together and we essentially created categories um, out of all the information that was available to us, both from social media as well as from our own families. Hmm. That could be, you know, politicians, movements, women, Dalit people in sports, in cinema, in popular culture, uh, the atrocities that has happened, the kind of resolutions that have been passed internationally as well as nationally. So we wanted to, we, we came up with these categories and we essentially compiled all of that information onto a timeline, and which was freely available for anyone and everyone. And um, this we launched in April 2015, April being Baba Saheb's birth, birth month. Mm. And so that was uh, that was that is being celebrated as a Dalit history month now. And uh, in when we launched it, we launched it in North America, but also on in, in the US, but also on social media. Every day we would write, you know, um, lengthy posts about a person or an atrocity or a movement or a resolution. And then that would get that kind of started getting a lot of traction amongst people. And now what has happened is that Dalit History Month is not something that is done only by a few of us. Eventually, it just became something that... It's become a big event, basically. Uh, allies, sorry? It's become a big event. Everybody's kind yeah, of... Yeah, it has. Yeah, that's right. And that's it's how a, we, we kind of imagined it to be. We wanted it to be a participatory project where everyone and anyone can participate in it and and you know offer their scholarships so as you have well. a website and dedicated to this sorry you have a website dedicated to all yes, that yes you... there is a website yes there is a website it's called dalithistory.com Dalit history. and all the other stuff also the others post that you you put that on or it's this is just the stuff that you guys no. post no this is just the original timeline that we created okay. and um, the the team in u.s is working on it even now. So there's been a lot of information that has been added to it from what we did in 2015. I so see. dalithistory.com is the website. And uh, there's also the official handles on Twitter and uh, Facebook, which is at Dalit History Month. And that one of you three handle, the, the three founders. That, that yeah. is something that's run by Thane Moli and team, yes. And right. that will have all of the social media posts. I see. I just want to move on to um, Bihar. Anand, what 40-0, tell, tell me, you went home to vote. He has a tired look on his face the minute you say, Bihar, oh, Bihar. Now tell us about the election. Um, are we wrong in assuming that the Indian voter is very sympathetic and to someone who's been in jail, like we thought that jail mein chale, sab bura, like Indira Gandhi was forgiven because she was put in the lockup and everyone gets forgiven. But Lalu clearly hasn't been forgiven. No, see... Uh... Uh, Bihar, I think uh, there was a general ground feel that it could be 35-5, hmm. 35 for NDA and this. I think uh, a lot of reporting that uh, was done from Bihar for national media 
was to spice up the contests. Uh, the contest which people were not in contest. In, in some of the pieces I wrote that I wanted to write that he is winning. But I held myself back, otherwise I would be accused of creating hawa for someone or hmm. so, so. So, but but there were clear signs that someone is losing, someone is winning. Hmm. Uh, take for example, I went to say Begushrai after the polls. And uh, uh, I went there for a, rela uh, a relative's wedding. And uh, he took me to some villages and he said that there, there was no contest. Griraz was winning hmm. from day one. And why the national media did all this star cast, Bollywood and this, they got carried away or they spiced up the contest. Hmm. And uh, Mr. Griraj Singh has won by f more than four lakh votes. Hmm. That is highest margin in this year's uh, this year's pool in Bihar. So that was one thing. Now coming back to RJD, I think uh, the family uh, um, two three things were clear that this was a Lok Sabha pool in which roads and electrification were not issues in Bihar because Mr. Nitish Kumar is at now at a point where he has delivered this. Bihar has one of the best roads in the country. Are uh, you serious? Yes. Are you just saying that because you're trying no. to show you Bihar is a better no, than us Punjabis? No, 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 no. And that's historically proved. So, uh, <laughs> so, 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 uh, <laughs> I'm waiting him to finish. No, so, what I'm saying is that uh, that that was not an issue. Second is that the uh, as I have also written in a piece, now the idea of Narendra Modi is greater than Narendra Modi himself. Hmm. So uh, he is greater than the man himself. And so, that's an inevitability, uh, right? So because uh, uh, he maybe have many flaws in his policy implementation and this, but the point is that. Now he has outgrown his own personality and mm. he has become an idea and the, uh, for national security. And the thing is that the anti-idea of Modi is also Modi. People say that, okay, we are not happy with what he has done, what they has done, but uh, if they, uh, there is someone who can correct it, it is Modi, not Mr. Gandhi. So like Gabbar said, so, so, Gabbar ke se so, so, sakta hai. Khud Gabbar. Haan, so, so the anti-idea of, uh, the idea of Modi is also Modi. So, uh, so uh, even I uh, talked to RJD voters, they said that on uh, thing like the immediate contest of national security, Modi has to be trusted. Though they voted, though I don't know. Uh, so uh, and that uh, now the only seat on which RJD, uh, no, uh, the UPA candidate has won is in Kisanganj. Hmm. That's the only seat uh, UPA has and got. And why is that? It's a it's a Muslim dominated area, oh. but but even JDU was doing well. He he so uh, he, earlier he was uh, target, uh, but there are other Muslim uh, dominated areas also where NDA has won, like uh, not dominated but uh, a large section Sorry. of people, oh. a, a large section of Muslim like Katihar, Araria, the uh, Simanchal region basically. Now, uh, the broader social coalition that, uh, and uh, uh, Mr. Amit Shah has been very generous. He gave five of the seats that BJP won last time to uh, JDU. Hmm. 
so it was 17 17 16 so the broader social coalition that they made was upper castes uh, and non yadav uh, obcs the traditional vote bank of uh, bjp plus other obcs and dalits and mahadalits now this social engineering that they consolidated was uh, a formidable alliance one or two seats on which rjd was hoping was one is was in vaishali second was in patliputra lalu's own daughter um, misha she also lost by 40000 votes so the muslim yadav uh, combine that they wanted to consolidate on the basis of say playing lalu's uh, jail term victimhood card or something did not work out. didn't work out okay. because of the formidable uh, social alliance that they had worked governance is not an issue because the counter to it is also not governance because they already tried lalu so it doesn't work so what are your big takeaways manisha from this election big takeaways yeah. okay <laughs> any big takeaways what, what what do you think this election tells us I think the most interesting thing which everyone's been talking about is the Uttar Pradesh results where they've got 62 seats despite a Mahagad Bandhan between SP and BSP. And again, there was the traditional thinking that the Dalit and Yadav vote will sort of all go to the Gad Bandhan and BJP will be stuck with some 30-35 seats. But it seems that uh, Dalits and Yadavs have voted for BJP out of you know the traditional sort of vote bank. I mean, they're, they're no longer just traditionally voting along caste lines. It appears so. One doesn't have the data. But I, I just, um, from a mint piece uh, highlights today, actually, that the BJP's vote share has gone up in constituencies with high SCST presence. So it that is quite interesting to see that if Dalits and OBCs are voting for Modi, not considering their, you know, uh, caste, not considering along caste lines, that's a very interesting trend. And um, of course, exit polls were super interesting this time because when access poll came up with the, the 360 figure, I was very skeptical and I think uh, they mm. got a lot of flack also on Twitter. Everyone was questioning their methodology and all that, but it turned out that they were correct. And actually, Anand's piece on exit polls notes that since 1980s, exit polls have uh, for Lok Sabha have got it right, uh, the, about 97%. So... Right. I mean, also so clearly, like, uh, they at least get the trends right in some ways. All of you listening in, the Chota Hafta, do subscribe so you can listen to the entire Hafta. We will see you again next week with the Hafta. Till then, subscribe, pay to keep news free because when the public pays, the public is served and advertisers pay. Advertisers served. Thank you. Goodbye. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.